What's going on, everybody? John out here with you. It's November 23rd, 2023. How's everybody doing out there today? It's the eve of Thanksgiving. It's really late in the morning right now, but I'll be going to sleep right after this uh, once everything else gets uploaded. So Thanksgiving side, it is every single game on the slate this week. And as I said, I promised you that I would go ahead and give you the voiceover portion of it alongside and get it posted on the blog. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through Monday's opening lines again. Last week, I was 9-4, coming off of a 10-3 before that. Now I'm 80-73 on the season. I've had four straight weeks where I've at least been above 500 and really rebounded from that one win week several weeks back now. Second half reset, so I have 19 wins on that set, I think, against 26 games. So I'm tied for third place right now. So this is really, really, really important that I go ahead and actually get out of what's just count at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 games. Uh, 10 and 6 is probably the bare minimum of what I want to do on this side. So hopefully out of the picks that I can give you, we can at least go 10 and 6 on this side and see where the chips fall. So let's get started. we got three games on the Thanksgiving side per usual, and it usually leads off with the Detroit Lions. They're at home. They're taking on Green Bay. Seven and a half is the point spread for the Packers. And for Detroit, again, they got the win against the Bears last week. Now, most people would say SOL would strike and the Lions would normally lose that game. Now, it's been the complete inverse, but I don't think Jared Goff played very well. And I don't think Detroit played very well. Again, the Bears, they had the lead. They were almost up by 14 points with four minutes left to go in the game. A 99% chance of winning. They did not. And Detroit was able to fight through the end. I know it's 7.5 and, and it seems like a lot. And Green Bay was coming off a good win against the Chargers. But I think Detroit really needs to get their defense in order. Off the quick turnaround, I think Dan Campbell and the squad will have everybody ready to go. Give me Detroit. They'll cover the 7.5. Dallas, they're in Jerry's world taking on the Washington Commanders. The point spread's big. And this one's kind of dicey because it's a divisional game. The Dallas and Washington, it's 11 and a half. Now, normally on the divisional game side, I would go with the 11 and a half points and then just you know put in the wash. But Dallas, again, has been playing too well lately. And they had a big blowout last week against the Carolina side. I know Carolina's not much to write home about. But Washington, they're starting to lose pieces. And Sam Howell had a really poor game. And against that defense on Dallas side, it could easily have another three-pick type game. Give me Dallas. I think they cover the 11 and a half. And that leaves us with the final Thanksgiving game in San Francisco and Seattle. Seattle at home, they're getting six and a half points. San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey is starting a new streak with this touchdown, isn't it? On that side. San Francisco, I think, is playing really well. Seattle, they had a really disappointing loss last week in a couple games they should have won. Hell, even the game against the Commanders a couple weeks ago, they had to fight tooth and nail just to get that one. And I really feel like they should have beat the Rams last week. Again, it'd be easy to say I'll pick Seattle to rebound, but they're playing the 49ers. So that doesn't make it sound very good. So I'll take San Francisco. I'll take the favorites in the first three games of Thanksgiving. I think that'll be comfortable, and it should start me out 3-0 before we get into, uh, I think we got a Friday game, and then we go into the other stuff. Is the Friday game Miami and the New York Jets? Maybe that's what it is next. So Miami and the Jets, the Jets and the Meadowlands getting 10.5 against Miami. Now the Jets, they have a real big problem scoring touchdowns. Getting in the red zone and converting has been a real issue. And for Miami, P. 
people are wondering if you're following around uh, you know Slosser, the urinating tree, all the other stuff like that. And he mentions how Miami is very warm, much one of those teams that can be uh, superficial and spotty. They can look good against bad teams, and sometimes when they play against bad teams, they don't kind of rise up to the occasion. But the Jets have such a problem scoring there, and Tua and Tyree Kill and all the other weapons that they have. I know Achain hasn't been rolling lately, but Miami's got too much going for them right now, and I'm not sure what the Jets are going to do. So just give me Miami. I know it's 10.5. It's a lot. This is the real toss-up for me, and I went back and forth on this one. Houston's at home. They're getting 1.5. Some of the lines are even more on this sub, but it's just 1.5 for me. And Jacksonville is on the road against Houston. Which C.J. Stroud are we going to get? Because if we get the C.J. Stroud that's absolutely dominant, then Houston's a pretty good pick, even against a good Jacksonville team in the defense. And Trevor Lawrence had an outstanding game last week. So Jekyll and Hyde situation, who do you go with? Because Jacksonville can be good and Houston can be good. Their offense can be scary. I'll just take the home team in the one and a half. I think that one's going to bite me, though. I want to take Jacksonville, but I'll go with Houston in the one and a half since they're at home. Indianapolis, they're hosting Tampa Bay. Bucks get two and a half. I really don't know which way to go on this one. Bucks were able to get a win last week. They get two and a half points. Can they start to ride it in the division side? Because it's wide open for them, just like it was when Tom Brady, just before he was done. I know it's Baker Mayfield now, but that division is wide open. Tampa has an opportunity to take it. They really need to win this game, so why not? I'll take them, and they get two and a half points. New England and the Giants. Oh, my God, this game is awful. New England... They're going to New York, and they have to give up three and a half. I don't care if it's Tommy DeVito. I don't care if it's uh, Mac Jones on the other side. I'm just going to take the points. I'm sorry, Bill Belichick, on that to go against you, but New England's been awful. I'm just going to take the points and take the Giants because then the Giants actually won the game last week on that, so I didn't expect them to do when I took the Commanders. So I'll just take the Giants and the points. It's three and a half. Tennessee and Carolina. Carolina's in full tank mode. Tennessee needs a win. I'm not sure if Will Levis is good enough to do it, but I'm going to go just throw a dart at the dartboard here. I'll take Tennessee plus 3.5. they got to cover it, but I think they can do it. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Cincinnati getting 1.5. Here's the deal. Joe Burrow is done for the year now, and that's why the spread's 1.5. And, and while Cincinnati finds a way to do something against a Pittsburgh team that probably should take this game, then I guess I'll have to be, uh, the joke will be put on me on that side. But I'm going to take Pittsburgh because it seems like too easy of a choice to not take. Atlanta in New Orleans. Atlanta's at home. All they have to do is cover one and a half against the Derek Carless New Orleans Saints. I know it's Jameis Winston still on the other side. But Atlanta is one of those teams that I don't really know what they're going to do. And New Orleans on the other side, they can do some things with some offensive pieces and some defensive pieces on that side. But... I don't really trust New Orleans either. So I'll just take the home team. All they got to do is cover a point and a half. Give me the Falcons. The Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals at home getting one and a half. I know Carla Murray has just started to come back for Arizona. But there's still a team that's kind of in the mix of needing some more pieces. And the Rams on that side, they still got Stafford. Still got Aaron Donald and some of the other defensive pieces there. So I'll just go with the Rams. It's one and a half. I'll take a shot in the dark. Denver and Cleveland. This is one I went back and forth on because even with uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson on that side, you have the hyphenate because Deshaun Watson is done for the year. Cleveland is only getting two and a half points. 
And normally, because Cleveland's defense is so good, I would take the Browns. But Denver, they've won several games in a row of late, and Russell Wilson's looked good, and Sean Payton started to get everything right in order in brass tack sided. So does that mean now when I take Denver, they're going to lose, and then I'll lose this game outright? But I'll take the home team. I know some people are taking the Browns just because it's close enough and the defense is good. This could be a really ugly game, but for a field goal side of it, give me Denver. I hope they'll get it done, and Denver also has Will Lutz. So I think I can feel good about that side. Philadelphia and Buffalo. Now, Buffalo had the get-right game that I really needed from them last week to at least be able to go 9-4 and four from the 10-3 and three last week. But now they're playing against Philadelphia. And that game between Philadelphia and Kansas City was uh, kind of ugly because you had the drops on that side for Kansas City. You had three in the final drive, which Philadelphia was able to hold on and win the game. I mean, there was a wide-open touchdown that was absolutely dropped. And Patrick Mahomes... Couldn't do any more to dot everything else. And Philadelphia was playing way too soft on the defensive side. Can Buffalo absolutely get a win when they need it against Philadelphia? Philadelphia has only lost one game this year. Normally I would take Philadelphia, but the three and a half, I'm going to go ahead and roll the dice and take the Bills. I think Philadelphia probably gets it done, but maybe we can get a close competitive game and have something be a little nail-biting. Give me the Bills. Kansas City and Las Vegas. Now, Kansas City, again, as we said, the case of the dropsies on that side for the Chiefs. I think that that gets righted. You're inside the dome with everything else with Vegas. I want to see a big game from the Chiefs. Catch the ball, get the touchdowns. That's really all you need to do. That's the only thing you got to change. Give me the Chiefs, even though they got to cover 9.5. Baltimore should be a good Sunday night game. Baltimore and the L.A. Chargers. How many games of these are going to be close? Now, the spread... If you believe for the Chargers, it's always a field goal game. The four and a half should be a slam dunk to take the Chargers. If you believe it's still going to go that way. I think Baltimore will do enough to get it done. Because how many times can you get your heart broken if you're uh, Bruce Staley on the other side? So go ahead and give me the Ravens. Give me John Harbaugh. They cover four and a half. And that leaves us to the Monday night game. Minnesota and Chicago. I know Justin Fields almost had a field day against the Lions on that side. And they're getting three and a half. But Minnesota knows what's at stake. They still have a chance in the division in the NFC North. Give me Minnesota to cover three and a half at home. So those are my picks for the week. I know we got all of them on Thanksgiving side. So I hope you guys enjoy. And also let me tell you this. We had Waterford Sharks games on the Saturday and Sunday side against the Kalkaska Battlers. I put a post, a hopeless sports guy with a complete recap. And it has both games on the broadcast side, so you can listen in and follow along on that side. I am waiting until Black Friday. Admittedly, there should be a sale on ESPN+. Plus, So I'm going to go ahead and pick that up on the Friday side, whether it's 30 bucks off or whatever for the year I'm going to take it. So I'm going to have that done. The Waterford Shark stuff is done. The ESPN Plus will probably be done by Friday. That leaves me in a Saturday. I would normally do a stream. But there's going to be NHL 24 playoffs. I'm not participating. I'm not thinking that we're going to get all this stuff done as, as a four with all of us participating. But on twos right now, Nick and I are 15-1-1 uh, one and one in the last 17 games. We just started. We played 17. We've won 15-1-1. One, one and one. As a four, we're not very good at all on that side. So I hope that things will change. But the first month will be free. Maybe I'll be going ahead and adding some new teammates, maybe Alec, maybe Cooper on that side, if they can get the console between the Xbox series or the PS5 on that side, and definitely get them in. It won't be 
any problem integrating them and be able to get some wins because I think they're going to be pretty good if they do so. So we'll see that. So once I get the ESPN Plus taken care of, it'll lead me into next week, which will be the Monday side, and then we'll be back to business on the stream. So expect the ESPN Plus and the hockey and all that stuff to start again on the Monday side. And then for the following week, as we said, I have one Sharks game on the Saturday, and then it's off next week, and then the next three Saturdays after that. Everything will be front-loaded, so be pretty busy with the water for Sharks. Expect the streams to start on Monday, and then I have NHL 24 uh, EASHL playoffs on the Saturday side. Saturday and Sunday, I think it's four series now with its best of seven on that side, as it normally would be in the hockey playoffs, so... I hope that we can do well enough. We've been doing really good on twos and really starting to percolate, but it's going to be up to the rest of the group to get it done. As always, guys, have a good one, and I hope, as I said, between the 16 games, I can somehow go 10 and 6 because that would at least lead me into a good standing, but if things get rocky, I'll be a little sad because right now I'm in third place and I need to keep improving. See you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace.